Well, hey, Redeemer City Church and our friends that will watch this online. Uh, it is exciting to be with you today on day two of an impromptu 21 days of prayer that we have together. And what a time to gather online, right? Uh, in the midst of this pandemic. And let me encourage you, if you weren't able to catch the sermon yesterday from Carl, uh, go ahead and find that on Facebook or YouTube or on the podcast. Uh, you can access that from our website as well. And be encouraged that God is in control. He is uh, not fearful. And uh, we do not need to be either. And today as we pray together, and I'll cover some things that I would encourage you to pray with me. Um, I wanted to encourage you, though, with some scripture from Isaiah chapter 40. Uh, in Isaiah chapter 40, uh, one of the things that uh, we know to be true about the nation of Israel is that they experience a lot of trouble. They do a lot of suffering. There is a lot going on in their world, really throughout the entire uh, Old Testament and New Testament. There are uh, people constantly uh, with and facing problems. Um, but in Isaiah chapter 40, uh, we see our God uh, and his care for his people. And though we are not Israel, uh, we are in New Testament times his people. And so even though these promises were not made to us, uh, we do have the same God who uh, loves us and cares for us. And the scripture says that he and his character never changes and so I just want to remind us of these truths. I encourage you not to be fearful. And uh, as we pray together over these next 21 days, uh, we will see God move powerfully uh, as his church gathers to pray and worship. Uh, maybe even if it's in strange ways, whether it be in your city group or uh, with friends or family or wh whatever the next few weeks look like. Uh, we do know that God is in control uh, so in Isaiah chapter 40, uh, here's what scripture says. It says, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. What an amazing passage. Comfort my people. And so just like Isaiah bringing a message from God to his people, I want to do the same and just say that God is uh, a God of comfort uh, for his people. And if you drop down a little bit to verse 3, it says, uh, to the people, it says, in the wilderness, clear a way for the Lord. And that wilderness can represent any kind of challenge in your life. Really, uh, the one that is before us today uh, is a wilderness. It's uncharted territory. It's a place that we uh, do not know exactly what our way forward is. Uh, but yet, in the midst of that wilderness, we're told to clear a way for the Lord, build a level road through the rift valley for our God. And verse five reminds us that the splendor of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it at the same time. And so no matter what happens in our lifetime, no matter what happens in this pandemic, no matter what happens uh, really at any point in history, we are all aimed at this moment where God will reveal his glory and the splendor of the Lord will be revealed. The New Testament says it this way, that there's coming a day where every knee will bow 
and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen. What an encouragement that is. So uh, verse 7 reminds us, surely humanity is like grass. The grass dries up, the flowers wither, but the decree of our God is forever reliable. Uh, We as humans, we're not uh, forever uh, in the sense of this physical body. Uh, We experience things like the coronavirus and the pandemic, and these things are just part of our fallen uh, world and nature, and they happen, and we need to be wise. Uh, We want to be careful. We want to be good neighbors. We want to love and serve the people around us. And for a time being, that means uh, pausing large gatherings. But the church, as we know, is not a building. Uh, It's a people. And so as we gather online, as we pick up the phone and call each other, as we check in, Uh, potentially in the coming weeks as we visit in smaller ways uh, we can be the church we don't we don't need a building we don't need a space that we uh, gather in uh, because God is inhabiting his people and we are the temple the New Testament tells us and so so uh, we we are like grass we will dry up and we will go away Uh, whether that's through a pandemic or whether that's through old age or whatever the case may be God's in control of those things And so we're not fearful because verse 11 reminds us of this beautiful, beautiful truth about our God. It says, like a shepherd, he tends his flock. He gathers up the lambs with his arm. What a beautiful picture. He carries them, listen to this, close to his heart. He leads the ewes along. That's you and me. That's us in the arms of the Father Uh, as he guides us along. uh, He will take care of us. He will lead us. And uh, exactly what he has determined uh, in the scope of history and humanity uh, will come to pass. And so uh, many, many more things in Isaiah 40. And maybe we'll look at those in the coming days. But I just wanted to encourage you with that. Encourage you that uh, God is a God of comfort. You can rest in him today. You can find peace and shalom and fullness uh, as you draw near to him. James says he will draw near to you and so uh, in the big picture we're all like grass and uh, we are temporary on this earth Uh, but the decrees of our God are forever and he is the good shepherd and he is gathering us up in his arms and he is leading and guiding us uh, because he is a good father a good shepherd and we can trust him we can love him and so as we think about that and as we continue these 21 days of prayer Uh, Day two, um, I want to ask you to, again, think about four things and uh, pray with me about those. Uh, First of all, let's pray for God's mercy. Um, We live in a fallen world and there are effects of that everywhere. Let's ask God to be merciful and gracious. Um, Number two, let's pray for those who have been affected by the virus. We want to keep them in prayer for healing And uh, that God would be present, that he might draw people to himself as they face uh, uncertain circumstances in their life. uh, And that perhaps they would see the church rise up uh, in a a broken world. Uh, Number three, let's pray for the medical professionals who are providing care. We want to be sensitive to the good work that they're doing and make sure we're lifting them up. And then number four, let's pray for solutions. Let's pray for wisdom from God. Uh, Scripture tells us that Jesus is our wisdom. And so as we look up to Jesus, 
uh, we ask him to move in ways that we cannot. And so we're going to pray for what we are capable of as uh, human beings and the wisdom that he's given us. But uh, we also would like to see um, him provide solutions that would um, solve this crisis. And so uh, we love you. Let me encourage you to keep reaching out to your friends and family and uh, checking in on them and really being the church, being the body of Christ. And uh, what, a, what an amazing opportunity it is uh, for us to think differently about our responsibilities in, in these times. And so uh, no fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Uh, we are wise. We uh, want to be careful. But uh, we do not want to shrink back from our role as the church. And so we pray. We uh, look up to Jesus. We read his word and uh, we act in wisdom. And so we want to do that as the shepherd tends his flock. What an awesome thing Isaiah reminded us of. So let me pray for you and for our country, for our world, and for these four things. And uh, then we will meet right back here tomorrow and uh, join in prayer again. So let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness that in the midst of trying times and uncertain times, Father, that we do not need to be fearful uh, because we are in Christ and you gave Jesus so that we could have life and peace. And so we trust you. We ask for your mercy. We ask that you would be merciful on this land that you created and that you would grant us mercy in spite of ourselves. And Father, as we think about that through the lens of how you see people, we also would ask that you would um, be with those affected by the virus, that you would touch their bodies, that you would cause them to find healing. Uh, I pray for the elderly, pray for those that are more at risk, that you would protect them, that you would um, give wisdom to the medical professionals that are uh, caring for people and are seeking solutions and scientists and uh, organizations uh, seeking to figure out ways to combat this virus. And so we trust you. We leave that in your hands. We know that you're the great physician. And uh, yet you gave us wisdom to be smart, to be careful, uh, but to also move forward, uh, not in fear, but in love. And so we love our neighbors and we ask that you would um, work in, in our city in our nation, in our world, uh, use this as an opportunity for people to be pointed to you, that in the midst of uncertain times in this temporary life, we can look to you as Isaiah did and comfort uh, the people. And so we praise you for that. We trust you. And we ask that you would go before us. And Holy Spirit, would you fill us with your spirit and help us to respond appropriately and honestly that we would just be the church in this trying time. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on here today with us. And we look forward to being back here tomorrow. And God loves you. We love you. And we're trusting him. And I would encourage you to do the same. We love you. Have a great rest of your evening.